Hello and welcome. I'm Linda Grow, Executive Director and CEO of AORN, and I'm delighted to be speaking with Leah Binder. Leah, tell us about yourself. Well, thank you for having me, Linda. It's great to have a chance to talk with you. I'm the CEO and president of the um, Leapfrog Group. It is a national nonprofit, and we publicly report on and rate hospitals and now ASCs. And so we offer information on quality and safety of care. And we do that on behalf of our membership of employers. So um, large companies typically that buy health benefits for their employees, and we give them information that they can report on uh, how those uh, facilities are doing in delivering excellence to their employees. We've been doing it for 20 years, but we just started with ASC, so I'm really excited to be able to talk with you today. And I should say one thing. My first job in healthcare was at the National League for Nursing. So although I'm not a nurse, I'm sorry to say I'm not a nurse, but I do see the world of healthcare through a lens of nursing, and I'm very proud of that. And we're proud of you in that way also, Leah. You bring a real sense and and. Uh, a lot of authenticity to the LeapFrog group and to the work that you do. So thank you for that. Leah, in this podcast, we're gonna discuss the leader's challenging role in responding to new surgical specialties as they are moving from the inpatient to the ambulatory surgery centers. First and foremost, the managers have identified that the top priorities are patient safety, and patient satisfaction. And to achieve these goals, they indicate that the staff is absolutely essential. And they also need to identify what additional education and competencies that they need to care for this new patient population. And also to learn those technologies that are gonna be used during the surgical procedure. They also indicate that instilling the value of lifelong learning can be very challenging for tenured staff. So with that, developing mutual respectful relationships is another area that they've identified as being essential. And this is true with the clinical staff, the patients, families, surgeons, anesthesiologists, the board of directors, and of course, the owners of ASC. And this translates to the reputation that the surgery centers develop with the community. So fundamental to the leader meeting these challenges is team building. And it is the foundation to achieving these challenges. We both know that it's often said that surgery is a team sport. And that is very true in the surgery center. What would you like to add to this list of challenges? I love the list. It's hard to think of anything to add to a list like that. That is a, a very forward thinking list, honestly. I mean, it sounds quite simple, but often when you hear what are the most important issues and challenges in healthcare, they don't lead with teamwork and, and um, uh, concerns about safety. I mean, that's, that's not the leading element typically. So it's exciting to hear this um, framework for understanding the issues in healthcare. I would agree 100%. 
in healthcare, we often focus on, you know, what we would call the medical model. We focus on the kinds of, of, of specific clinical issues or parts of the body that need addressing. And we don't talk about how we bring everyone together to achieve uh, a goal. And that's not easy. We, we act like, oh, it's when once we know all the little pieces we need to, they all fit together. Well, that's not what happens. Uh, leadership challenges, teamwork challenges, uh, keeping everyone focused on the priority, which should be the patient. All of those things are extremely difficult. If they're easy, everyone would do it, and they don't. And we know that looking at outcomes and safety record throughout the healthcare system, which is not where it should be. So I think that uh, I love the list. And I would simply say that the key issue for us is to never underestimate how hard that list is, never, and to recognize it should be the priority. Well, I think one of the things that COVID has brought attention to, Leah, is the well-being and the mental health of the caregivers. And I think that these, all of these challenges that the leaders have identified play into the well-being and the mental health, not only of the staff and the other healthcare workers, but of their the leaders' mental health and well-being. We I know think that's so true, Linda, because it's hard to, I think that one of the things that really is challenging to people's well-being is when they feel like they don't have the control or leverage they need to accomplish what they know is right. And I think too often nurses are in that kind of position where they, uh, they know what's right, but for various reasons, the so-called system around them is not working to their advantage. And so I think when we have nursing leadership that has that leverage, that has that power, frankly, let's use the word power, that has the ability to create the right conditions for nurses, that's a safer place for patients because nurses know what's right. And I think that's why it's so critical that we have strong, powerful, talented nursing leaders. Absolutely, and you used a word powerful. The other power that has developed over the past, I wouldn't say just with COVID, but over the past few years is the era of consumerism. The internet has provided patients with the opportunity to shop for care and to be much more informed of what constitutes quality care and to experience how the nurses or the nurse leaders translate that quality into evidence-based care. How does this correlate with what the LeapFrog group is doing? Well, we are pioneers in that movement. LeapFrog was founded 20, now 21 years ago by uh, some leaders in patient safety and who were also leaders in companies. So some of them were uh, from like Boeing and Marriott, and they uh, felt that there should be an ability for people to shop for their healthcare the way they shop for their products. So for example, we had several automakers part of LeapFrog in the very beginning, and they said, you, we spend more on health benefits than we do on steel. So why can't our employees shop for their healthcare the way customers shop for our cars? on an open marketplace. So that was even before the really the internet really burst into being as our shop shopping place of choice. And they were early visionaries. They said, we got to do this. And so they started even when people said, no, you can't do that. 
there's not enough information. People don't understand that we, they heard that a lot. I say they, cause I didn't start at LeapFrog until, um, uh, until uh, 28 years after they started. But in the early days, they, they were saying it even when people were skeptical and said, oh, consumers won't understand that, blah, blah, blah. But they did and it worked and LeapFrog got this movement going and the employers pushed on it, which was very important to make it happen. And uh, you know, here we are. I think when the internet became a big thing, so did healthcare uh, transparency. So, how does public reporting promote that transparency and really help to improve the care that's provided in an ambulatory surgery center? There's two ways that transparency is helpful. The first way is just for the individual consumer to be able to know where to go for the, whatever they need. And I think for ASCs, this is going to be increasingly important. People wanna know where's the best place or where's a safe place for me to get my knee replacement, for instance. And so it gives them information on safety and quality or other factors, costs, that's important of course too, and it allows them to make those decisions. So in, in a sense, it's helpful in a very direct way for consumers. But it's also helpful for facilities, for leaders of ASCs, because what we find from our longer experience, so we just started with ASCs, uh, but our longer experience in the hospitals, and what we found is that when there is public reporting and transparency, it galvanizes change. Everybody wants to look good. So when you look good, you want to keep looking good. When you, when you have a challenge here and there, when things don't look as well as you want, don't want it to look on some aspect, you want to improve it. And the transparency of that and benchmarking, so you get the number, you gotta get the number, here's how we compare, but also the transparency has an enormous impact on galvanizing change. It just really isn't a substitute. We kind of all know that from our, you know, just, just from our own life experience. You know that if something's made public, you're much more likely to act on to make sure it's, it's the best you can possibly be. And that, so what we've seen is that it has impact on quality improvement internally to organizations, and it also has impact for consumers on giving them choices. So uh, I just, I actually think transparency is the essential factor in real change in healthcare. It's, it's the bottom line. It doesn't mean it's the only thing. Just publicly reporting doesn't change anything but it does galvanize change. And it's the critical factor, the wind behind the sails of where we need to go in healthcare. So the reports that come out and uh, the analytics, I think we're, we can use that word and very strongly so, uh, do make a difference in how the leaders respond to the survey. They can either ignore it or they can act on it and move toward making a difference. Absolutely, and I will say this, we are an organization that recognizes the value of what nurses recognize and what nurses do. So we're looking at nursing care, we're looking at nursing leadership, and we're looking at what matters to nurses, which are the patient safety factors, the patient experience reports, those issues that are so important to nurses are on our survey. And if they're not, tell us, we wanna know. And that's what we're gonna galvanize change on because we think those are absolute priorities. So hopefully we can also be wind behind the sails for nurses too. 
and for you. So thank you for all you do, Linda. Great to be with you. Well, thank you, Leah, for your sharing your time and your insights with us. We've been talking today with Leah Binder, president of the LeapFrog Group, regarding the leader's challenging role in responding to new surgical specialties. Thank you for sharing your time with us and for joining this podcast. Thank you.